Good morning. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church. Got you another message today, and uh, it's a little different. Uh, I think it's something that probably nearly everybody has asked the question or thought about in their minds. And I've entitled this little message today, Is Their Life After Death? I think most of us know there is. From the, if, 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 that is, if we read the Word of God and see what God has to say about it. We know that God exists. We know He sent His Son to this earth to die for us so that we could have eternal life. But I just want to look at some things, and uh, I know there's people out there that don't believe. I know there's people out there that does not believe in heaven, does not believe in hell, but uh, it's not what the Bible says. And I believe the Bible, and that's what I preach, and that's what I talk about. So today... What I would like to look at, like I said, the title is Their Life After Death. You know, even back in the Old Testament, Job himself talks about this. Let's look at Job chapter 14, verse 1 and 2, and then I'm going to skip to verse 14. It says, Man born of woman is of but a few days, full of trouble. He springs up like a flower and withers away like a fleeting shadow. In other words, we don't last here very long. He does not endure. And then Job asks the question. Here in verse 14 it says, If a man dies, will he live again? I think, like I said, like Job, probably all of us have asked this question or we've thought about this question in our mind. What happens to us after we die? Do we simply cease to exist? Does everybody go to the same place or do we go to different places? Is there really a heaven and is there really a hell? Well, the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 tells us that there is not only life after death, but eternal life so great and so wonderful that it says, For no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has entered it into the mind of man what God has in store for them who love him. No, God has prepared a heaven and eternal life for all of those who love and serve and believe upon him and his son Jesus Christ. Jesus came to this earth to give us the gift of eternal life. He came to this earth. He was, he was God in heaven with God. And he came as a baby to this earth to give us that gift of eternal life. He, he, how did he do this? He did it by his shed blood on that cross and the sacrifice of his own life. You know, even in the Bible it says, without the shedding of blood there is no remission or there is no forgiveness of sin. And he was a perfect sacrifice. He was without spot. He was without blemish. He had absolutely no sin in him. He was the only perfect sacrifice that could do what God needed done to save the people and to give them eternal life. You know, Jesus took our punishment on himself, that punishment that we deserved ourselves, and he sacrificed his life to pay for the penalty of our sin. Then 
Praise God, three days later, Jesus proved himself victorious over sin and death by rising from the grave. After he rose, think about something. After he rose, he remained on earth for 40 days and was seen by hundreds of people who knew him and they knew who he was. They knew who he claimed to be. They had walked with him. They had talked with him. They knew him. And they knew that he had died. And he walked among them. And they were witnesses to his resurrection. But then he ascended back to heaven. You know, here in Romans chapter 4, verse 25, it says, Jesus was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. You know, a lot of people, justification. What is justification? Justification simply means to be made right in the sight of God. Jesus made man right in the sight of God by his shed blood and when they received him as their Lord and as their Savior. God then saw man's righteousness. It wasn't man's righteousness of their own, but it was the righteousness of his son, Jesus Christ, that was poured out on them when he died for their sins. He took their sins and gave them his righteousness. And that's what God sees. The resurrection of Christ is a documented fact, a well-documented fact. Even the Apostle Paul challenged people who doubted that Jesus rose again to question and talk to the eyewitnesses and get the truth from them. They said he was seen of over 500 different people. And you know, no one was able to deny this truth. There was no one able to deny the truth that Christ rose again. The resurrection of Christ is the cornerstone or the strength of the Christian faith. Because Christ was raised from the dead, we can have faith that we will also be resurrected just as Christ was. You know, that is why it was so well documented. So we know in our hearts that we too also, through Jesus Christ, will have life after death. We will be raised from the grave. You know, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the ultimate proof of life after death. Just as God raised up Jesus' body, just like I said, so will our bodies be resurrected when Jesus returns. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Listen to what it says. And God has raised, has both raised up, God has, excuse me, and God has both raised up the Lord, and he will also raise us up by his own power, by his power, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everyone, if you can think about it, you know, everyone, every one of us will, be, will all eventually be resurrected. Every one of us will be resurrected. Even the, the, the wicked, the sinners, and all will be resurrected. But the thing is, but not everyone will go to heaven. A choice must be made by each and every person in, in their life. And the choice you make is going to determine your eternal destination, either heaven or hell. You make your own choice of where you will spend eternity. The Bible says in Hebrews 9.27 that it is appointed for man once to die, 
And after that comes the judgment. All who have been made right or justified by their faith in Christ will enter into eternal life in heaven. But those who reject Christ as their Savior will be sent to an eternal punishment in a place called hell. You know, I want to just say something before I go on. Hell is a real place. Jesus taught more about hell than he did heaven. Why? Because he knows how terrible of a place it is, and he tells you and us that we do not want to go to that place. Jesus created hell for Satan and his demons. He didn't create it for man. Man chose hell for themselves when they decided to reject Jesus and walk with Satan and do the things of Satan, to believe Satan over Christ. Then they became part of, part of Satan's demons. So they have a place in hell unless they turn around or repent. That's what repent means, to simply turn around. Unless they repent of their sins and of their life and come to Christ. And then that can be blotted out and they will have eternal life in heaven. You know, as I was saying here, those who reject Christ as Savior will be sent to an eternal punishment in hell. Look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 46. And it says, And those who, who have rejected Christ shall go away into everlasting punishment. But the righteous, those who have accepted Christ, will go into eternal life. Yes, hell is a real place just like heaven. Hell is a place where the unrighteous will experience the never-ending eternal wrath of God. They're going to experience God's anger for all eternity. That's what God's wrath is. It's his anger. And it says here that in John 3.36, it, it tells us this. It says, He that believes on the Son has everlasting life. And he that believes not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God shall abide upon him. You know, abide means to live. So God's wrath is going to live upon the wicked for all eternity, forever and ever and ever. In Luke 8.31, you know, we talk about hell. What's hell like? In 8.31, hell is described as a bottomless pit. In Revelation 20.10, it says hell is like a lake of fire burning with sulfur, where the inhabitants will be tormented day and night forever and ever. You know, that sulfur just makes fire burn hotter and hotter, and if you've got sulfur in a fire, you cannot hardly, you cannot hardly put that fire out. It will burn and burn and burn. Matthew 13, 42 says, In hell there will be weeping and the gnashing of teeth. There will be grinding of teeth. There will be biting. It, this is just showing the intense grief and anger that these people have because of the torment that they are going through. See, the Bible pretty, makes it pretty clear what hell is like. And that's why Jesus talks so much about it, is to tell us that is a place that we do not want to go. And it's our choice. It's our choice if we go to hell or if we go to heaven and have eternal life with Christ. You know, 
Really, though, God does not take any pleasure at all in the death of the wicked. It's, it doesn't give God joy to, to get rid of the wicked and send them to hell. God's desire is for them to turn from their wicked ways. Like I said a while ago, repent and come to God so that they may have eternal life. Matter of fact, if, 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 if you're taking any notes and you're out there listening, you'll find this in Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 11. It talks about this. Read that to you for yourself. But you know, God will not force you into submission. God will not make you serve him. If you choose to reject him, he will accept that decision to live eternally apart from him, to be separated for all eternity. But for believers, life after death is eternal life in heaven with God. For the believer, those who accepted Jesus Christ, they are guaranteed eternal life in heaven with God. But for the unbeliever, life after death is eternity in the lake of fire. How can, and many people, many people ask, how can I receive eternal life and avoid eternity in the lake of fire? There's only one way. There's only one way, and that's through our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, believing that he died on the cross for us, that he went to that grave, and on that third day he arose. He says, if we will believe this in our heart and confess it with our mouth, we shall be saved. And the, and, and the free gift of eternal life that God has given through Christ is available to every single person out there. In Romans 10, 13, listen to it. This is so simple, God made it easy for us to understand. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever. I don't care where, what you've done, where you've been, everything that, that, that you, you feel like, oh, I've done so much, God just can't forgive me. Yes, God's grace is greater than your sin. His mercy is greater than your sin. If you will come to God with a repentant heart, a contrite heart, a true believing heart, God will forgive you and he will accept you as his child. But i got to say this. We will not have the opportunity to accept God's gift of salvation after we die. We have to do it now. Our eternal destination is determined in our earthly lifetime. It has to be determined while we're walking this earth right now. And it's either, and, and our lifetime, our destination is, is decided either by our acceptance of, of Jesus or the rejection of Jesus. If we trust in the death of Jesus Christ as a full payment of our sins against God, then we're guaranteed eternal life after that death. Yes, there is life after death. And we have and we have that eternal life in the presence of Christ and Almighty God. So there is, according to Bible, according to God, according to Jesus Christ, according to the Holy Spirit, according to the Scriptures, there is life after death. You know, that's something that, that many people, I've heard them talk, say it, and I've talked to them. Boy, if this is all there is, it's not worth it. And we wonder why there are so many suicides. They're going through something, and many of these people, 
do not believe in Jesus Christ. They think all this problem and all this trouble, is this all there is? I don't want to live. I don't want to go through it. I want to be dead. I don't want to suffer through this. You know, when you get Jesus Christ in your heart, you see life in a whole different way. You know you have a hope. You know without a doubt that you have a hope. And that hope is eternal life in heaven with Jesus Christ. But you have to make that decision right now on this earth before you die. That's what I said a while ago. You cannot make the decision after. You know, there's going to be so many people that stand before Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of of the great white throne judgment, I'll put it like that, at the judgment seat, but the great white throne judgment, that's going to be the last judgment there is. They're going to stand there, and they're going to stand before Christ. Yes, Christ is going to be the judge. He is going to judge you. And many people are going to say to themselves, why didn't I listen to those preachers? Why didn't I not believe? If I would have just simply believed, if I would have read God's word, if I would have believed, I wouldn't be here now doing what I'm doing. I'm fixed to be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity because of my unbelief. Friend, if you're out there today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ, I want to give you that opportunity right now. You're not guaranteed another minute, another second, another hour, another day, you're just given that moment of right now. If you're out there, and maybe you've considered that you know in your heart that you need God in your life, today is a day of salvation. Today is a day of God's salvation. Every day that you're alive is, is a day that you can come to God and ask for His forgiveness. So if you're out there today, if you've never accepted Jesus, would you please pray with me right now? Father God, I come before you. Father, I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe he died on that cross for me. I believe he shed his blood for the forgiveness of my sins. For Lord, I know that he took all my sins upon himself. And when he went to that grave, he took those sins with him. I am now sin-free by accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am now, according to your word, have eternal life in heaven. And Lord, I give you praise, I give you glory, and I'm thanking you right now for what I have just received. I have received eternal life and I will be with you forever. Friend, if you've prayed this prayer, I pray that you will get into a good church. I pray that you'll get into a good church, a Bible-believing church, a church that preaches the Bible and get under the Word of God, serve Him and my friend, I want to see you in heaven. I want to see you in heaven. So if you've prayed this prayer today, just know that Jesus is building your mansion. He's making you a place for all eternity. Your name has now been written in the book of life. That's something to have joy and celebrate. I have been written down in the book of life. I am now become a child of God. Friends, I want to just thank y'all for being here today, but I just felt like this is something that uh, I needed to say. I have not done this since we've started doing this on a Wednesday, but I've had a number of people, like I said, they ask that question, is there life after death? 
I guarantee you through the word of Jesus Christ, yes, there is life after death. But you can only receive it through Jesus Christ. You have to receive him before you can receive eternal life. You know, it tells us in the Bible, Jesus said, For I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no man comes to God except through me. And what he's saying, you have to believe in me as the Son of God and that I died for your sins, I rose from that grave, and now I'm sitting at the right hand of God interceding for you. So friend, if you can believe this, ask God to come into your life. Ask him. He'll do it because he loves you. And I'm going to tell you something else. I love you. I want to thank you if you're out there today listening, or I pray that you will hear this. Get the word into your heart and know, yes, there is eternal life after death through Jesus Christ. So thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next Wednesday. God bless each and every one of you.